Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. November 28, 365 Dow. Day 332. Dovetail. Measure twice, cut once, said the old craftsman. Only careful planning and patient skill make a dovetail. Early cabinet makers were faced with the problem of joining two pieces of wood together at a right angle so that they would bear the stress not only of use, but of the weather as well. Especially in places where the summers are hot and humid and the winters are dry and cold, a plank of wood might change its dimension by a quarter to a half an inch, quite enough to make joints fall apart and drawers stick. The dovetail joint holds because the two interlocked pieces of wood expand and contract at the same rate. The direction of the pole is against the locking of the joint. The byproduct of all this fine craft is a joint so precisely fitted that it is a thing of beauty in and of itself. Cutting a dovetail joint is a demanding skill. The lines must be laid out with great care, and the cutting must be carefully done using a thin saw. The waste must be slowly trimmed away with a sharp chisel until both sides mate tightly. The making of a dovetail joint requires planning, skill, and patience. Nowadays, cheap synthetic materials do not breathe with the seasons. That might reduce inconvenience, but it has also reduced the chance for another relationship to Dow. For when the cabinet makers sought to build furniture that was compatible with the wood, the seasons, and their own ingenuity, they were perfectly in tune with Dow. Day 332. And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for November 28. Today's quote. We are continually faced with great opportunities which are brilliantly disguised as unsolvable problems. Margaret Mead. 1901 to 1978. Lee Iacocca, the infamous industrialist, is credited with almost the same quote, using insoluble problems instead. Insolvable, unsolvable, insoluble. We have a lot of words to choose from when we want to give up. Yet CEOs like Iacocca, anthropologists like Mead, and addicts like us can all report that many things that once seemed insurmountable have been tamed and our problems have been converted into assets. 
Ask a longtime member if they regret being an addict or a codependent. Has the admission of powerlessness translated into a handicap or an opportunity? Most members with long-term recovery don't regret being addicts. Addiction led to a program which became a better way of life. The quality of life now is a gift in spite of the cost then. Life does not stop sending us brilliantly disguised opportunities in recovery. The quality, not the quantity, of problems improves with time. We may agonize over the frustration of learning how to play the guitar or of choosing one vacation destination over another. Of course, there will continue to be troubles, too. We or our loved ones may be unexpectedly diagnosed with an illness. Losing a job or an intimate relationship are events we will likely have to face. These attention-getters leave us at the crossroads of life without clear direction. If we deem hardships to be unsolvable, let's remember that this label is an opinion or perception and not fact or truth. Am I quick to haplessly resign myself to considering new challenges unsolvable? The program is full of motivating stories of overcoming insurmountable odds. Biographies and stories of others who have changed the course of history with faith and persistence give me perspective. Would it be worth my time to read one or two biographies each year? November 28th.